0: On this week's Random Thoughts, I break down the Russell Brand case and tell you why you should care about what's happening to this guy, so stick around. Hello and welcome to episode number 247 of the Random Thoughts Podcast. That is R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com online. I am your host Darren O'Neill and on today's show I mainly want to talk about the Russell Brand case and exactly where the UK is right now and the United States is When it comes to people being accused of things on social media or in the media, not in a court of law and the repercussions that those things have on somebody's life. Because the Russell Brand case, I think, is an even better example of what's going on than the Danny Masterson case that I talked about last week. Now, since we've last met, been over to the cardiologist, everything is good, said the blood pressure is perfect, the EKG was perfect, just said again, lose weight, which I'm trying to do, and I would have thought, because I've been exercising probably six days a week. I mean, there have been a few where it was only five days, but I don't think I've gone under five days, so I figured that had to have some kind of a difference? Not really. The weight was exactly the same as six months ago, even though six months ago, wasn't really exercising all that much. So it's a combined thing. Now I can tell you that I've definitely lost some fat and gained some muscle, but still a little bit of a ways to go there. And I was bummed out that my cardiologist is retiring, had no idea. The guy was 70 years old, does not look 70. He's like, I'm retiring. You'll see my Associate in six months to continue things along. And I was bummed because, I mean, granted, it will still be in the same office, but he is one of the rare doctors where you don't sit in the waiting room forever. The practice seemed to work like clockwork. They always send out things like, well, did you enjoy your visit? How was this? And they mention, did you get in on time? How long did you have to wait? And I got there. About 20 minutes before the appointment, and I heard some other people talking, obviously a different doctor, that the doctor was running behind and they were asking people if they wanted to reschedule because he was at least an hour behind. And I'm like, wow, I'm glad that's not my guy. Because I don't think I sat there for five minutes before I was being called in, getting the weigh-in, the blood pressure taken. The EKG being taken. And by the time the nurse was done with EKG and the blood pressure and said, Oh, the doctor will be right in, was right on the time for the appointment. So by my appointment time, I was already in, gotten weighed, got the EKG, had the blood pressure done. And he came in, in and out in about 10 minutes. You got any questions? You've been having this. Let me hear you. The, you know, put the little stethoscope on. Hear the heart, breathe heavy, and then uh, that was it. Then he told me he was retiring. I'm hoping the new guy is as efficient because that is a hard bit of efficiency to find in doctors these days. Usually you're sitting in the waiting room for way too long, or you get into the secondary waiting room, which is the exam room where you usually sit and wait for a long time for the doctor to come in. Was never the way with the cardiologist, and he was always open. listening to what I thought, even though he told me I was wrong almost every time. And the funny thing is, it turned out he was correct almost every one of those times, if not every one of those times. So that's why you go to a specialist that knows what they're doing, because it is important for your health to follow these things and keep track of these things. You're seeing a lot of people dropping dead. If you missed the random thoughts uh, a couple of weeks ago, two or three weeks ago about the excess deaths in the world, the United States quite high. Quite high on those. Higher than most other countries. Even the ones that have the vaccines. You have to ask yourself why. I think a lot of it is the healthcare system can be quite screwed up. There are a lot of doctors that aren't great. So finding a doctor that you trust that is good at what they do is vital and it might just take a little bit of work to find that. And I'm hoping the new guy, I looked him up because you can do that now with the internet. He went to Northwestern, so I'm guessing he's pretty smart, but we'll find out in six months. And if I don't like him, if I don't think so, there are other doctors out there that I can switch to. That's the beauty of it. Don't be complacent. It's your health. You only get one body. So do what you think is best. Now, the Russell Brand story. This should be a big flashing red light for everybody that lives in a free society, if it even is a free society at this point. And I don't care if you like Russell Brand or not. I really never have. Never really consumed a lot of his content. Lately, he's popped up a little bit more because he's gone in a different direction He's gone more into a conservative bent and has talked to people like Tucker Carlson and Greg Gutfeld. And that could be the reason why, along with the fact that he might, you know, do things like question the vaccine, might question the election in the United States. He's a guy that was saying a lot of things that would piss the left off. And you have to look at these things at this point and go, well, does that play a role in the fact that all of a sudden there are allegations coming up about a guy from over a decade ago? Very similar to the Danny Masterson stuff that I talked about on the last show. It's very concerning to me when you're dealing with cases that boil down to it is a he said, she said thing, because there's no physical evidence to say, wow, yes, this guy did it. You're being told a story. And as we have learned over the years, people do lie. There's a variety of reasons why they lie. Sometimes it's for money. Sometimes they want notoriety and fame. Sometimes they might actually believe that the story they are telling is the truth. And Russell Brand, when he was really popular, pretty much a self proclaimed man whore. There's no question about it. He slept with a lot of people. Now you have the case of four different people, I believe, it might be five, that have come out in a new story that was put together. There are so many things that make the red siren thing start flashing in my mind. One is, this was an investigation that was done by three different news organizations in the UK. There is very little journalism being done, as we borrow that term from some YouTuber that I can't remember, journalism, very little of it being done in today's world. Usually it's somebody hears an accusation, somebody hears a little bit of gossip, and they want to go post it on X or Twitter, which is X now. They want to get it out there quick because it doesn't matter if it's true. You got to be first. You got to be the clickbait. You got to have people click your links so that way you can get some ad money. And this being an investigation, allegedly being done, I mean, it's alleged investigation. I don't know if it is or if it is a complete witch hunt and they know exactly what they're doing here. But three different organizations working together, which is very strange. You don't see that much anymore. And the fact that it was a two year long investigation, almost unheard of. So they really wanted to look for every little bit of dirt that they could find on Russell Brand over two years. And I brought a clip to Planet Rage the show that I do with Larry Blydner on Mondays that had a female presenter, that's what they call him over there, a female newscaster that had a whole lot of questions about this just as I do, which was, wait, this is a two year investigation into alleged wrongdoings by Russell Brand and what they came up with this damning evidence was the story that four women told, none of which are going on the record with their real name, so they are all being told anonymously, at least at this point, point. and none of them went to the police either at the time of these accusations or up until this point. So Russell Brand, to be clear, has not been charged with anything at all. He has never been arrested for anything at all, at least involved in this case. I don't know if Russell's ever been arrested for anything else. But when it comes to these allegations, nothing, nothing has been told to the police. Nobody's ever arrested him for anything. This is 100% a story being told through the media. The media that Russell Brand is decimating, the media that really does not like him because he went into a conservative lane and has more people consuming his content than the news media in the UK has consuming theirs. Very similar to the stuff going on with Donald Trump. The accusations can fly. Because anybody can say anything to a reporter. The newspapers can print anything they want. The people that are telling these stories, because there have been no crimes alleged, at least through the legal system, there is no threat of a perjury charge or anything else. People can tell whatever story they want and not have to fear any kind of legal retribution. For telling a lie. Again, the Duke lacrosse team. Let's remember all of these people that actually reported the crime that turned out to be liars. In this case, they haven't even reported the crime and they're still going under pseudonyms, so they're anonymous. So if you're somebody out there going, well, wait, then how can Russell Brand even defend himself because he doesn't know who the women are making the allegations? Exactly. If he had the information, if somebody said, well, this woman said this, he could say, well, no, here I can prove that's wrong. And the fact that the human memory is not a computer, it does not remember things exactly. There are a lot of times people remember things in ways that aren't exactly how they happened. This is a big problem when you're coming down a decade or more later, and making these kind of accusations against somebody. The problem is we have the court of public opinion that does not care. It feeds on this kind of stuff. It loves this kind of stuff. And just like with Donald Trump, there are people out there who love Russell Brand, who's like, oh, he's not guilty. No way. There's people that hate Russell Brand who are like, oh, there's no doubt he's guilty. Do we know? No, we don't. But somebody's life should not be turned upside down and their livelihood destroyed based on accusations. We cannot allow this to be the route that we are going as a society, whether it's the UK, United States, any free country. We can't get to that point because if you do, there's no coming back that all somebody has to do is stand up and make an accusation. Made that point with the Wander Franco case, the baseball player who's currently not playing because somebody made the accusation that he was seeing a 15-year-old girl in the Dominican. There's a very long investigation, I guess, is going on, but he's not playing. And there's a lot of gambling going on in the sports world, so I can see why people might lie there. There may not be any gambling being affected in the Danny Masterson or Russell Brand cases, but there's plenty of reason for people to lie. One, the news media, they need a good story because they need the clicks because nobody has been watching the news media since all the Donald Trump mania pretty much settled down. That's why the media would love Donald Trump mania to come back because nobody is paying any attention to the mainstream media. So they come out with this story. And it's salacious. It's sensational. People are paying attention. Why would these women lie, people ask? Well, why wouldn't they lie? And some of the stories are just unbelievable. The one, and again, this was an audio that was an actress retelling the words that somebody gave to the media, which talked about, well, I was working at the BBC. And I must have been going to get Russell's lunch order. Like, really? That's how it worked? Maybe it was. But you didn't really know why. You guess you must have been. But you remember everything else. But I must have been going to get Russell Brand's lunch order. And I went to his dressing room. And he must have heard that it was me. Because he turned around. And a piece of his anatomy was out. And... That story, while would be horrifying to a lot of people, I get that, but it was quickly followed by this woman's story, which said, but then we did start a a consensual relationship not long after that. So why are you telling this story? Even if he did it, it obviously worked on you because if that is what hooked you, shall we say, then I don't understand the rest of the story. And it certainly does not equate to somebody physically assaulting you. Not the same thing. One of the other females involved in this story, one that's getting a lot more play here in the United States, is the one that was 16 years old when her relationship with Russell Brand started. And he was 31, according to these reports. Now, a lot of people in the United States are like, whoa, 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 she's underage. Not in the UK. In the UK, the age of consent is 16. So it's no different than if Russell Brand were in the United States, starting a date with an 18-year-old, starting a relationship with an 18-year-old. Same thing. A lot of people will tell you it's creepy. It is seemingly a little bit creepy, but completely legal. So, again, why are you bringing up that portion of it? The woman saying, well, he used to call me the child and belittle me, but then we had a relationship for three months. He was grooming me for sex. And I'm like, well, isn't that what every guy's doing every time he starts a relationship is he is hoping to eventually have sex? Isn't that why you start romantic relationships? I'm just guessing. The age thing, again, while creepy, Was 100% legal, and the girl entered into the relationship as well. She didn't say she was forced into anything. So, a lot of this stuff is questionable. A lot of it is probably not provable in court. And I'm not saying people should get away with things just because they're not provable. But when the accusations are arising, More than a decade after the original incident, and they are able to destroy somebody's life without having any proof, then we need to look at why this country, and I think the UK, was always built upon the concept that you are innocent until proven guilty. Proven guilty is not had somebody accuse you of something. I think most people listening to me right now, at some point, is that somebody accused them of something that they didn't do, no matter how big nor small that may be. And those people maybe believe that you did it. Then what do you do? How do you defend yourself? If it's something that happened behind closed doors, nearly impossible. It's exactly the same as the Danny Masterson case. Because when something happens behind closed doors, it's a he said, she said thing. And it is only a story being told unless there's video or something, but I don't believe that's the case. I believe I mentioned in the last episode where we talked about the Danny Masterson thing that Patrick Kane, Chicago Blackhawk superstar had a woman accuse him of sexual assault in his home years ago. And he was like, well, you know, I got this video system police." Here are all the videotapes. Here's whatever you have. Here probably wasn't tapes. It was probably just a digital video. He provided that to the authorities who looked at it and went, huh? Oh, yeah, her story was a bunch of BS. And he was lucky. Because most people aren't running cameras full-time in their bedroom. And if they are, it may be creepy for a completely different reason. But the Russell Brand thing is interesting because... They are going after his livelihood. This isn't, well, let's go to court. Let's get some charges filed and let's go to court. And if he's found guilty of any kind of crime in the court of law, then he should have to pay for those in one way, shape, or form. But no, the British government now is like, well, we should demonetize him. Which I don't even understand why the British government is involved in backing a story by a bunch of British journalists, use that term loosely, to accuse somebody of things without having any concrete proof. The question then becomes I would guess, if you're going to start believing the stories, well, how many are enough? Bill Cosby was a great litmus test because the Bill Cosby thing, even though most people looked at Bill Cosby like he was the nice, sweet old grandpa. When there were one or two accusations, a lot of people are like, well, there's no way. It's Bill Cosby. When there were five or ten, it was like, well, maybe. When there was over 20, it's like, oh, well, he probably did it. So numbers mean a lot. But it's not hard to find those kind of numbers if you're paying people off. If there is a monetary reward at the end of this, you get to be famous. You get your 15 minutes. You get to be involved and play the I'm a victim card, which can be very lucrative. But Russell Brand, who was making a decent amount of money on a YouTube channel, and yeah, he's on Rumble and a few other places, and we'll talk about Rumble in a second. But YouTube was a pretty big moneymaker for him because, again, he has millions of followers. Over 6 million, I think it was, on YouTube don't have the number in front of me, but that's what I remember the female presenter from the British television network that was arguing with her male counterpart because she thought this was a bunch of bunk because if you investigate somebody and only have he said she said hearsay when you have people that aren't willing to go on the record and they're not willing to file charges and they're not willing to use their own name that that's not enough and i think she's right that's not enough but that didn't stop youtube owned by google from completely demonetizing his content on YouTube because he's obviously such a bad guy because somebody made an accusation. You can't make money with us anymore. Is that fair? Do you think that's fair? No charges have been filed. Nothing's ever gone to court where he could get his day in court. But YouTube, the largest video service on the planet, owned by one of the largest tech companies on the planet, just says, nope, we're not going to let you play here anymore. We are going to demonetize you. And then they went after his channel on Rumble, which he'll probably do all right on Rumble. But this, according to a New York Post article, the British government sent YouTube competitor Rumble, which is committed to actual free speech, a letter this week urging it to demonetize Russell Brand as well. The company, this being Rumble, responded, quote, while Rumble obviously deplores sexual assault, rape, and all serious crimes and believes that both the alleged victims and the accused are entitled to a full and serious investigation, it is vital to note that recent allegations against Russell Brand have nothing to do with the content on Rumble's platform. Then they released a statement which added, quote, although it may be politically and socially easier for Rumble to join a cancel culture mob, doing so would be a violation of our company's values and mission, end quote. So I think you have to applaud Rumble for saying, no, 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 this guy could be getting railroaded. And even if he's not getting railroaded, Those accusations have nothing to do with the content on our site. They have nothing to do with the content that he's putting out now, which would question, well, why do you want to totally cancel these people for something that has nothing to do with the accusations? This isn't like he's out there belittling the people that are making the accusations against him, if he even knows who these women are. But that didn't stop YouTube. That didn't stop Google from saying, no, 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 we're just going to, you can't make money here. There's a lot of people, his uh, agent who'd been with them for decades, they dropped him. A lot of people are running for the hills because they know once the cancel culture mob is out there, there's very little you can do. They don't want to be in the splash zone. They do not want to be a part of it. Whether they believe him or not is irrelevant. And he may have even told him, it's like, you know what? Go. You don't want you to get caught up in this. He seems like a fairly level-headed thinker at this point in time. I don't think that was the way he was maybe 10 years ago or more. And the question is very, very intriguing on whether or not this investigation is done if Russell Brand has six-plus million people who were pushing the liberal agenda, pushing the Soros agenda, pushing the global warming, Biden vaccines, pushing that kind of stuff. Would Russell Brand have been targeted? I don't think that he would have. I don't think you're hearing anything about this, but it's because he has a following. They've gone after a lot of these guys in the past. It's the reason Bill O'Reilly is no longer on Fox News. They tried to do the same thing to Sean Hannity. They tried to do the same thing to Rush Limbaugh. They tried to do the same thing to Glenn Beck. All down the line, they go after, they try to find any little thing that they can use against you. And it is not a surprising thing to think that they might have people concoct a story. And come out and say it because they know there's no repercussion again, because if these women who we don't even know who they are because they're under anonymous pseudonyms, if they all turn out to be lying, if they all come out tomorrow and say, ah, we were lying, we were coerced, the media gave us money and said, tell us the story that we want to hear. There's no legal recourse for that. And that's an issue. That is an issue. It's very hard to prove. That somebody caused you harm by making false statements. But if you want to talk about a new law that's needed, maybe that. Dealing with people who make false statements about others who are then proven to be false. If there's no repercussion, people commit more law, more uh, crimes. We've talked about that on this show a lot. Why are carjackings in Chicago up? Because they went, well, if you're under 18, we're never going to charge you as an adult. Wow, carjackings went up. Oh, you know what? If you steal from a store and it's under $950, we're not going to prosecute. Well, let's go shoplifting, kids. This is a very bad road that the free world is going down. And Russell Brand, again, has millions of people that are following him. And I'm guessing he's got some money in a war chest to be able to fight this. I don't. There's a lot of podcasters that don't. There's a lot of people making YouTube videos that do not have the ability to fight anything like this if they themselves are targeted. And that should scare the hell out of everybody. Because it's not just podcasters, it's not just YouTubers. This could happen to you at your job. And what can you do? Almost nothing. If the court of public opinion wants to hang you from the highest tree, at this point, that is what's going to happen. This is no longer a nation of law and order. The laws are being ignored. If your political narrative is the way we like it, well, then you can get away with things, Hunter Biden. But if you're on the other side, we are going to throw every last little bit of the book at you. You were standing outside, napping on the sidewalk during the January 6th Capitol thing well, we are going to find you and put you in jail. That's the country we're living in right now. Justice is not equal, and it needs to be for this country and the rest of the free world, including the U.K., if they're still free at all, for that not to collapse. There has to be fairness. Justice has to be blind, deaf, and dumb, and it has to treat everybody equally. That is not what we're getting. And if something doesn't change, things will continue to get worse. As with the Danny Masterson case, when it comes to the Russell Brand deal, do I know if he did or didn't do it? I do not. These stories that are being told about Russell Brand may be 100% true. I do not know. You do not know. The problem is buying into things and giving them enough weight. To cause the damage that would have been caused by somebody going to court, having charges filed with the police, having somebody arrested, going through a court case and being proven guilty. That's what used to happen for somebody's life to start going down the toilet. But today, just the accusation, that is all that is needed. And it really shouldn't matter whether you like Russell Brand, hate him, like Danny Masterson, hate him. You should be able to look at this and go, hey, this can happen to me. If it can happen to these guys who have a lot of money and a lot of fame, just imagine what can happen to somebody who doesn't have the money or the fame and understand that we need to get back to a system, to a society that actually values proof and truth and fairness when it comes to. Trying somebody for something and not just the knee jerk reaction that comes from this kind of social media justice that's like, oh, let's hang him. Oh, obviously he did it. Oh, somebody said he did this, so he must have done it. We need to get away from that. And I hope that you found this breakdown of this story a worthy topic for a show. Like I said, it's rare we only cover one thing on the show, but this is a big topic. This is something not a lot of people are going to be following close enough to even understand what is going on, and I hope this at least shed some light on something that you didn't know and made you think, well, maybe we should be doing something just a little bit different. This Random Thoughts podcast is a value-for-value proposition, which means I put the shows out there, they're not behind a paywall, you get to listen to them, and then decide if you have gotten any value out of them whatsoever. Maybe you learned something that you didn't know before. Maybe you were entertained, whatever it is. You put a number on it. Was it a coffee's worth of entertainment or enlightenment? Was it a pizza's worth? Was it a new Mercedes? It all depends. It's up to you. You can go over to our website, Random Thoughts, R A N D U M B Thoughts dot com slash donate. Click that donate button for a one time or monthly donation through PayPal. You can use the QR codes or wallet addresses to do the crypto thing, the P.O. box address if you want to let Uncle Sam. Bring your donation. Or if you're listening on a podcasting 2.0 app, you can boost or send us a boostergram. Just go over to newpodcastapps.com to learn more about that. Today, a few people to thank for the show, including Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley, coming in with $15 via PayPal and streaming some Satoshis while listening along to the last episode. It is very much appreciated, sir. Then Dame me who just says, thanks, Darren. Oh, she came in with $10.80. A lot of these names, they sound very royal. That is due to the No Agenda program, the best damn podcast in the universe, noagendashow.net. And once you get to $1,000 over there in donations, you get a title. And that is where Sir Sean got his title. That is where Dame Slamy got her title. That is where Sir Truck Driver, who comes in with 10,000 Satoshis, got his title. He said, hey, Darren, Got this Satoshi thing figured out, mostly. Thanks for all you do. And then he sent another 5,000, which equaled the 10,000. Said, oh, I forgot to put my name on there. So here's another 5,000 Satoshis. Those are my favorite kind of donations. Like, okay, here's 5,000 sats. Oh, wait, I forgot to tell you my name. Here's another 5,000 with the name. It's a beautiful thing. And I appreciate you for listening, sir truck driver. Keep it easy out there on the roads, man. People are crazy. Mud Pig came in with 33, three Satoshi's 3.33 said, just a test. Is this thing on? Yes. Yes, it is. And thanks to Dale Jr. and Weirdo who were streaming some Satoshi's while listening to the last episode. It is all very much appreciated. It all adds up and it helps us keep the lights on, the microphone sounding good. And really just me interested to get down and sit and do another show. And it is all very much appreciated as everybody... Who is even just listening and not supporting monetarily yet? I mean, you can go to randomthoughts.com slash donate. But even if you haven't donated yet, your time is valuable. And I appreciate you spending some time with me here on the Random Thoughts podcast. I understand there's a lot of podcasts out there. So I'm hoping we provide something of value for you that would encourage you to support the show or at the very least leave us a good review, tell a few friends about the show, anything to help the marketing's because we really there's no marketing budget. It's you. So I appreciate everybody who turns a friend on to the show. With that said, I plan on being back for another episode of Random Thoughts next week. But until then, I am Darren O'Neill. Thanks for listening.